You're tuned into the Self-Love Podcast by Love Madden with Madden Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels. Consider this show a guide on your personal self-love journey, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Join us weekly for a dose of good healing girl talk at the intersection of spirituality and science. Make yourself comfortable and pull up a seat. There's always room at our table. Welcome in. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. If it's your birthday, make some noise. If it's your birthday, make some noise. Hey. Whoop, 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 whoop. Happy birthday to us and especially to you. Today's your actual factual birthday. Actual factuals. 42. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And how did we get here? Nobody's so supposed fast. to be here. No, I'm supposed, no, supposed to, be to be here. <laughs> but I'm like, wow, I feel like I just turned 40 and now I'm 42. I was thinking like, oh my wild gosh. Times. It's just I mean, wild times. I'm two years into my 40s. And I just turned 40. <laughs> yes, let's. I'm 40 years old. Pull it up, pull at it the, up. At the time of this, at the, <laughs> at the time of this playing, I will be 40. All of the youngins. So not, I'm not, I don't, am I the oldest out of our like group of friends? I don't, I don't think know. So. But you're Whatever. towards the, yeah, towards the top. And I was like, all the babies were babying and now all the babies are 40. I mean, it's, it's a blessing, but it, it just sounds, it just sounds Wow, like wow. Just wow. sounds like a lot. And it's like we've talked about this before. I think what our parents looked like at 40, how they acted. I just had a whole different like thought about what, what life was be. supposed to be like yeah. at 40. They looked old, they acted old. Hmm. It was different. It was different. They I'm started their, they here. started their like grown life sooner. Like at 21, they was great. They were true. fully adults. They at 21, we're still <laughs> out here playing <laughs> like milk kids. on our breath. That's, that's very true. That's very so true. So we have a little bit more ramp up time. The mamas graduated high school and they had to go out and earn a living and, and start a, a family. Yeah. Because of their sacrifices, we have been uh, afforded with time Amen. to be able to go to grad school. Some of us, you know, without working. Yeah. Yeah. Because of them, we can. Shout out to Unique. unique. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, praise God. We praise made God. it. 40 and 42. Yeah. Happy birthday to you, friend. I love you. Thank you. I love you. Us being 40 and 42 means we've been friends for like 20 years, maybe a little more. Well, not a little more. Probably 20 years because before that we weren't. We knew each other, but we weren't friends. So, yeah. As she will always. There is. Two things that Maddie will never leave live down. That Tennille One didn't like me. Is One. that I didn't like her when I first met her. Which, for no, I mean, for fast. no reason. She just didn't like me based off just the my looking at me. It was based off vibes. No, you had never even talked to me. She didn't like the way vibes. I looked. Okay, All energy. Right. <laughs> did we interact? Did we interact? Ener- energy. Did we okay. interact? Uh, I don't know. I don't even remember saying hi to you before we started. Like to Delta. me, it felt like a, like you were a hater a little bit. Hating on what? <laughs> <laughs> when you like somebody, don't like somebody, and you don't know them, that's hater energy. I don't know why. That's what that. That's literally the definition. Dang, I didn't look at it as hater. I mean, I just didn't know you, and I just didn't get... You didn't just, know me is different than you didn't like me, Tennille. Wait, give me a second. Okay, let me calm down. I didn't know I didn't know you. Mm-hmm. I knew of you, but the vibe that I was getting was not giving... I like that girl. Mm-hmm. But there are some people that I didn't... Yeah, I mean, it's Some people it that your gut is right on. Exactly. And now, look, you're my best freaking friend forever. Best friend. All right. Um, oh, yeah. Let me, let me tell them the second thing. Oh, the second thing, thing I can't want. let go of. Fisher Price prayers. <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're not, not, not. We loving or leaving? I am loving. Okay. This and I'm leaving. So, my love it. There is this farm called Hancock Family Farms in, um, I think they're based out of La Plata, Maryland. Mm-hmm. They have. The best bacon. Hmm. So they have a little store. Is it cooked? Or they do they no, sell the best bacon? S- like you take home. Yeah, the- you take it mm-hmm. home. Um, but of course, you know, it's all like farm natural. raised, natural. 
Oh, the pigs that they <laughs> slaughter. <laughs> that sounds so horrible. It does. <laughs> <laughs> to get this bacon. Are touched by the Lord. <laughs> so, so good. <laughs> and they have different flavors. So I also mm. got peppered bacon mm-hmm. to do like BLTs and stuff like that. They bomb. have, I haven't tried the pepper yet. Um, because I was waiting for tomato season to come. You need them summer. Yeah, them you need thick, ripe. Yeah, yeah, beef so, steak joints. So yeah, they also have like a obey bacon, and I was like, some people be doing too much. I felt like that was too much. I think it's, the bacon's already salty. Yeah, and yeah I don't need salty. any more yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. But I say all that to say because we're moving into uh, farmer market season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Patronize your local family farmer. Is it thick cut? It is thick cut. That's a game changer. And it's applewood, smoked bacon. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. It is so delicious. The cut is a game changer. Yeah. I don't like no thin bacon. Me neither. Um, So, yeah. Support your local farmers. Now I follow him on Instagram. The cows be having kid calves, and they be they don't show like the process. But then you go in there and you be like, "Oh, let me get this hamburger. Let me get I this ground you were beef." They say milk. You eating the calves nah. too? <laughs> I ain't got. I don't even think they sell milk. They do sell cheese. No milk. Mm. Well, yeah, because the dairy cows I don't think are the same ones we eat. Now we're getting, now we getting too we're getting way out agri- of my way too, out of my wheelhouse. Okay, too deep into the agricultural. <laughs> exactly, but I say all that to say, get out and enjoy. Whether it's fruits, vegetables, yeah. meats, whatever, support your local farmer. I love that. Mm-hmm. And what about you? What are you leaving this week? Mm. I am leaving. I, I I still had a thought about when you said whether it's fruits or vegetables. I've been heavily. Um, like pescatarian mm. so we do one meatless day so a holdover mm-hmm. from the fast in january mm-hmm. we continue to do one meatless day okay and then we do two or three seafood days mm-hmm. and we probably eat chicken like once a week mm. and um i i rarely eat pork now and um after i just talked about this good i mean i'm not like i don't i'm not like you're not opposed right but i rarely eat pork and i i had made a commitment that if i were to eat red meat from now on it would have to be like wagyu it doesn't have to be wagyu (laughs) but like high quality like you said from a farm Mm -hmm. like burgers and stuff because how i feel afterward i just Mm -hmm. feel so terrible so um i will be patronizing if not this farm, some farm, Mm -hmm. because there is a difference in how I feel after consuming the meat. So I think it's just as much about the process as it is about the product, the product. Right. So um, anyway, what I'm leaving is all of these streaming subscriptions that are required to, to, to keep up, (laughs) to watch all the things that the people are talking about. Exactly. And it's like, you need so many different subscriptions. So people are like, okay, cut the cord from cable and that's fine. But then I got to get 60 different things. Which at this point everybody should just just put all the stuff back put it on back, cable. Yeah, put it get it put it back together and I'll pay the hundred whatever exactly. dollars. But that stuff is expensive. My um Xfinity bill is like two hundred dollars. I mean that includes the internet, but that's still crazy. It's high. Yeah, we cut ours and then we switched over to Verizon and you know cut some stuff mm-hmm. back and bundled some stuff. But I'm like, once you add back on all Peacock, HBO Max, you might have BT, but you got to get BT Plus. I if you know. Want. I mean, it's all of this different stuff. It's beyond just your Netflix and Hulu anymore. And then as soon as you cut something, like I was telling Tanil earlier, I cut Hulu. And then Unprisoned with Kerry Washington seemed like something I would want to watch. And Leroy. What's Leroy's role? Is that Leroy? His name is... De- no, let me not say. I don't know, but yeah, y'all know who whatever. I'm talking about. Yeah. That man who always be playing like the, the daddy. Have you watched have you watched it? Mm-mm, I don't good. have Hula. So <laughs> Oh right. You were just saying you needed the password. Exactly. I got you. <laughs> don't I'm, be saying that on here because you know they now they, Netflix the, the is fans, down. The fans is listening. Exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how this Netflix password sharing thing is gonna work. Yeah, I don't know, but my sister's in trouble. Yeah, she. They need to like have some. I don't know. They need to figure it out. Maybe to. you need. I think I heard somebody say you could add like a person, like a sharing, maybe for like a dollar ninety nine a month or, or something. something. Yeah. At that point, I mean, it's still cheaper than paying sixteen. Is that what it's whatever. up to? Yeah, it's high. My gracious! You don't look at your bill. No, I don't pay that one. <laughs> he pay, he pays that one. 
let's be nice. Like, no, I'm joking. My goodness. Yeah, no, I mean, I just get the emails when it's like, oh, we're going up to whatever. And then they try to get you with the free trial. I cut, I used to have Apple One with all the stuff. I cut Apple TV. I'm not watching that. Oh, yeah. But I had it because I wanted to see Will Smith's interview with Oprah when his book came oh, out. I, have, I do. I have Apple One. Yeah, and then I was like, I don't need this. I just need the music. Even the music streaming. It's just too many things to keep up with. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I got Apple Music and that's it. Everything else. You I'm cut the just title to... and all that stuff. Uh, you never still had, have I never had oh, title. I thought you had title. I thought you were one of those woke people that was like, we no, got. That's our friend Erica. <laughs> She's like, I'm not supporting any other streaming services except our title. Oh, yes, Marcus, Marcus has title. title. He yes, he does. Well, we love that for the culture, but yeah, that's what <laughs> we I'm, love that for the culture, <laughs> not ourselves. That's what I'm leaving. Just all these different subscriptions, and I actually Instagram knew I was going to say this today because it was an ad this morning for like um, some kind of application that you can get where it can tell you what all different subscriptions you have, and then you could just do like a one click to oh, go down yeah. the list, almost like um, unroll the, um, me yeah, on email. email. Yeah, it's something like that for subscriptions, and you know the ad looked enticing, so I might get it. <laughs> they want you to spend more money. If I spend it one time, I could be done with all this stuff. I I didn't know it was sixteen ninety nine. Well, that's true. Yeah. Subscriptions, so. even to like little things, yeah, it, it adds, it adds up. up. I need more iCloud storage, and I would probably just need to go through my phone and delete like a bunch of stuff. But I'm like, I'm not paying two ninety nine for two terabytes of uh, <laughs> space. It's like, am I even going to get to the two terabytes? Maybe, but two ninety nine every month is a lot. Terabytes are a lot. No, I know. I I'm like, am I need too? I, I'm just oh, no. again. It might not be two terabytes, <laughs> but it's some. It's at least one. It's it's yeah, a lot of space. It's, it's a lot of space. And then um, now with Apple Care, like mm-hmm. on your products, it's a monthly fee. subscription. Yes, yes. So I'm paying nine ninety nine a month just to make sure my iPhone doesn't, doesn't crack get water break, damage. And, Probably nothing is going to happen to this phone now that we're paying exactly. this nine ninety nine. But a as month. soon as you take, as soon as you unenroll, she's going to crack straight down the middle. <laughs> this is true. I mean, everything is just a cost. So I, I get you. I know. Me last week, I'm about to start a subscription service for my content on Substack. <laughs> me this week, I hate subscription services. Dog, you are not doing a life. good job <laughs> with your branding. Okay, but I'm honest. <laughs> you are honest. So they subscribe that, for that alone. Yeah, just the authenticity, the authenticity for me. True. I would subscribe to my content. I mean, yeah. I mean, there are things that people are willing to pay for. Yeah, I think like prioritizing ourselves and our healing like is important i'm serious it's important yeah i would subscribe to content that is you know going to better me and improve me and help me along my healing journey and leave hulu alone and leave some of the stuff alone that is only going to bring me down or make me more anxious or stressed some of the stuff i need to cut back on all right like better help i mean not that this is an advertisement for them (laughs) you might want to reach out (laughs) that's a subscription service and for people who can't afford traditional therapy you pay $80 a month and you get like four sessions a month dog I might need to look at yes that's excellent and I think or well I don't know don't quote me on how it goes again this isn't an ad but however it goes you pay a subscription Mm -hmm. and you and it cuts the price like in half that's a really good um they need to promote that more yeah anyway Anyway, back to the word of the week, guys. I'm setting the table. We are on the letter S. S. We are nearing the end of the alphabet. I told y'all guys it gets a little bit dicey once we get to that W, X, Y, and Z. I had to dig deep on my thesaurus. But S um, is a good one. S is surrender. Um, I think it's one that we all probably need to take some time to yeah, when I saw Think that surrender was on. falling on my birthday, I said, oh, Lord, mm. you funny. Is that you? <laughs> you funny, Lord. You real funny. This is one of the ones where I think um, initially I had thought about submission and had to had started mm. to write it out. And then as I wrote it, I was like, no, that's not what I'm that's not what I'm talking about. Mm. I'm talking about surrender. And so I rewrote it. So I'll share with you guys what I wrote on the blog. It says surrender is hard. It feels like giving up or like losing. In fact, it can be one of the most challenging aspects of practicing our faith, especially when it comes to our heart's deepest desires. 
Still, trusting that our Creator will work things together for our good is a vital truth. It's a truth that will carry us through loss, grief, disappointment, and even devastation. Even our most godly desires, those as dire as healing, as fruitful as motherhood, or as important as landing a job, require that we would submit them to God's will and then surrender to his way. As Christ himself modeled for us in Luke twenty two forty two, surrendering to God's way doesn't always feel like a loving act of obedience that we are eager to practice. In fact, we can struggle with feeling unwilling to do so. When the time approached for Christ to experience the cross, the Bible said that he prayed earnestly, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me before surrendering. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. These feelings of doubt, discomfort, and even unwillingness are normal and natural. To strengthen us, we should practice aligning our ideas and actions to the will of God daily. These five S's, because you know I love alliteration, will help to make proactive and daily surrender a part of our lives. The first S is start new. Start each day with a clean slate. Take time each morning to release every preoccupying thought, nagging worry, or what if fear from your mind. The second S is share. Invite God into your day each morning. Share what's on your heart. Do this in the morning and set the tone for the rest of your day. Acknowledge God, honor his sovereignty, and thank him. The third S is study. Don't just read the word, but meditate on it. Even if it's just a scripture a day, spend time with it, mull it over, repeat it, look at alternate versions and translations, talk through it with others. The fourth S is surround. We must have people who speak truth into our lives. Immerse, immerse yourself in community and content that encourages you on your faith journey. And finally, the fifth S is to submit. Even with all this, life is still hard. Continually submit your worries, your thoughts, your desires, and your ideas to God. Trust and believe that God loves you and that you are called according to his purpose. Love, Madden. All right. Well, we have come to the time. Yes, indeed. Let's go ahead and dig in. Let's do it. Yummy. All right, Madeline. Mm-hmm. What does surrender mean to you surrender to me means uh humility Mm. and an acceptance I think we have to know that there are times where we need to move out of God's way Mm -hmm. and allow God to work and be present in our lives. And I think that we are sometimes so driven Mm -hmm. to be the authors of our, our own lives Mm -hmm. that we have this sense, sometimes false sense of control. Mm -hmm. And while we have, you know, free will and actions, there's a lot that's outside of our control. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that even when you do your best, it might not work out the way that you intended. Mm-hmm. And and the, but the way that you intended might not always be the best for you. And I think it's hard for us to understand that when we desire something, especially when we desire something that is good, mm-hmm. when we desire to be healed from a sickness, like how could that be bad? Or when we desire something, like I said, like motherhood or a job or something, those are good desires to have seemingly. But I think that there is, it, it is important for us to recognize that, that surrender needs to be a part of our story. Acceptance needs to be a part of our story. I was about to interrupt you. No, go ahead. Was, go ahead. No, please. What is it? What does it I mean to you? I was going to say surrender is more than a part of the story. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, I have come to, um, in my wise old age, learn that I feel like if I had surrendered earlier in life, I would just be in a much better place than I am now. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I would like have more like accolades or mm-hmm. anything like that, mm-hmm. but I just feel like spiritually mm-hmm. and like from a like grounding perspective, yeah. if I had just surrendered, like just been open to surrendering and not have been so committed to being the author of my own life, yeah. things just would be so different. Um, and when we were, 
taught like when I was thinking about this episode, I started thinking about like passive surrender. I don't know if that's the word mm-hmm. I want to use, but mm-hmm. I think sometimes we feel like we're surrendering, but we really In are. Our heart. And yeah. I, yeah, like we're 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 doing the actions and maybe playing with it and dibbling and dabbling in it. But until you like fully surrender, yeah, I don't know. And I, and I struggle with this. Like I'm at a place now where I am wanting to just accept whatever it is God has for me. Mm -hmm. And that accept what he has and the way that he has it. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think to me, that is what surrender looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and acceptance is not giving up. And for a long time, mm. I felt like I equ- I made those things synonymous. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I didn't. And that's why the word when you look at the word of the week, A is acceptance. Like that's why yeah. I started with that word, because I looked at that as a bad word for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to accept what's in front of me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go after what mm-hmm. it is that I want or what it is that I believe is right. I'm going to fight for it. And. And those are great qualities to have, but I think that there is there's such virtue in surrender and submission and acceptance that we sometimes devalue some of those things and they are important and they are things that will keep us sane and healthy while going through this journey of life. <laughs> so you just said something that was like ding 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 for me. Mm. Um I in 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 the Time that I was growing up, so Mm -hmm. I'll say between, like, my 20s and 30s. And even still, I think we're still in this space, but I think we're a little bit softer as it relates to ambition. Like, this new generation, they're still ambitious, but they also, like, you know, value, I think, time. you know, doing things just at their own pace. Mm -hmm. I'll say say it like that. I think ambition caused us not to be accepting Mm. of the timing of our lives Mm -hmm. as it, as God has it Mm -hmm. laid out. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because our parents, well, I'll just say my parents, let me not speak for everybody. You can do anything. You can be anything. Mm -hmm. If you work hard enough Mm -hmm. for it, you can get it. You need to be ambitious. Don't just sit on the sidelines, go after what you want. Yep. It's good, but when you go after what you want and you can't get those things and it's out of your control, it doesn't, it's harmful. So I think there's a balance that we need to start teaching ourselves and our kids and whoever, mentor, mentees. There's a healthy balance of ambition and acceptance. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was, when you said that, I was like, yeah, we... I was trained that anything that I worked for, I could get. And then there was a point where I worked for it and I'm not getting it. And I don't know how to process how that. to process it, how to deal yeah. with it. Yeah. So my um, grandmother had a saying, which I'm going to loosely translate into English. Mm-hmm. The saying is, mm-hmm. which means if you have a guest coming, mm-hmm that you can't avoid, like if they're already at your door, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. might as well, might as well welcome them with a hug. Mm. And the translation, like, I mean, that's the direct translation, Mm -hmm. but what she's saying is like, if something's already, it's happening, Mm -hmm. then embrace it. Embrace it. Um, One of my cousins, like back in the day, her kids are grown. She's grand. She's Mm -hmm. got grandkids now, but she got pregnant real early and Mm -hmm. out of wedlock Mm -hmm. and all the aunties and everybody, the family was like, kind of up in arms mm-hmm. about it. Like, what about your future? And my grandmother was like, hey, what are y'all, the baby's on it's the way. Here, right. It's nothing we can do about it now. Let's embrace. Right. Let's love and let's support. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a point where we have to exercise wisdom to practice acceptance. Yeah. And I didn't get it then because I was like a little kid. But like, now I understand that mm-hmm. there are times where it is better for me to just accept. accept. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not... That's not giving up. If anything, that is that is one of my tools in my tool belt. Mm-hmm. That's that is for my benefit. And acceptance doesn't mean defeat. Mm-hmm. I think um I felt that way at some points where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, if I accept that this is the way, you know, my life is going to be, 
I am accepting a bit of failure and defeat in those areas. And that's not always the case. And everything's not black or white. Everything's not win or lose. Everything's not even a fight. Sometimes we're calling things defeat because we feel like we're in a fight and we're, we're not even in a fight to be defeated. Well, that's true, but I'd be there, feeling like I'm going to fight. There are a lot of instances where there it's literally the ups and downs of our journey. Mm-hmm. And we feel like, oh, if I do this or if I accomplish this, then I've won this battle. I've won this round. Mm. You know, it's kind of how we're framing things Yolanda as well. said, the battle is not yours. Hey. <laughs> this is a, set, a side note. She didn't say it like that. She didn't say it like that, but <laughs> Yolanda. I, I got a love-hate relationship with her, too. She's your leave it. <laughs> Sometimes I love her, like on that song. Other times I want to leave her. I think that's the only song where we love her. I don't. There's not a lot of things that Yolanda Adams' voice are, is. There's, um. I heard a song by her today, actually. Oh. Be Blessed. You know that song? Mm-hmm. Okay, I won't sing it. But, um, yeah, I, most of the time I'm leaving Yolanda. How was Be Blessed? Was it a love it? <laughs> No, I like that song. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, it's, a, it's an older song or whatever. And she has a couple of verses on some newer songs that I enjoy her. I can take her in, like, little doses. Right. But I kind of feel like she is, like, a go-to for many people when they're like, oh, we need a woman oh gospel gosh. artist. And when they be doing them tributes, like, on the awards yes. shows, they always leave got her, her in the lineup. Leave Yo, her it's out. It's a lot of other people. Sorry, that- <laughs> leave her out. Leave her out. But they always need the gospel singer. They and do, I but there's other Fanta- go- And I think Fantasia, because they always have Fantasia in the lineup, too. And I feel like she hits both. Yes. However. She'll take you to church. So will Jennifer. Like, I don't think we need Yolanda. Or like you said, we could find another find somebody traditional else. gospel Kiki, singer. Anybody. Kiara Sheard, that's Kiki. Um, yeah. Anybody. Somebody else. Because. Tasha Cobbs. Leonard. Yes, Tasha. How could, I for- how could I forget about Tasha? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so. um. Back to the matter at hand. The battle is not ours. Right. And that's it. And we're, I feel like you're right. I feel like I am always fighting, fighting for mm-hmm. something. I don't know what it is. And that's probably why I'm always in defense mode. All my life I had to fight. All my life I had it's to a, fight. It's a mentality. Fighting to move up in the world. Fighting mm-hmm. to get the job you want. Fighting to get the man you I ain't fighting nobody for no man. <laughs> I'm just joking, people. <laughs> Um, but part of it is like the society we live in, not just the times, but just like even living in America, like capitalism and just like how our society is set up. Then there's like the double thing of being black in America. Mm. Then there's like the triple thing of being a woman who's black in America. Mm -hmm. We are fighting a little bit, but we have to know when to take the gloves off. And that's it. There's a time and a place to take the gloves off. Yeah. It's not defeat. It's like, I'm not even, I am not even getting into the ring. I'm not fighting this fight. It, it, everything doesn't have to be a fight. I am willing to accept some of the things the way that they unfold and embrace and even have gratitude for. Because sometimes, the, oftentimes, the way that we have things mapped out or laid out in our minds, especially those things that we haven't yet experienced, mm-hmm. we th- think we know what they're going to be because we have envisioned the ideal and best case scenario mm-hmm. where that thing could be end up being something that is, you know, the bane of our existence. Yeah. And um, what I've come to realize over the past few months is that God knows all, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm only, I only have a very limited view of what's ahead, um, what could be ahead, all those things. And God knows best. And Mm -hmm. the sooner I can rest in that, like the easier life gets. And I'm all about. Soft life era. That's why in the post I say submitting my desires to God and then to his will Mm -hmm. and then surrendering to his way. Mm -hmm. That's it. Surrendering to his way. You can submit your desires to him and and anything good that we desire, we know that God will give it to us. But it's his way. Yeah. And um. I guess I'll put this out there because I, I in my mind, I said I was going to do it. So mm-hmm. um, my podcast is coming back. It's been on a, a very long hiatus because Jesus, mm-hmm. I just have not had, I haven't had it in me, guys. But um, I think I'm in a place where I can move forward with some consistency. Mm-hmm. Maybe I came back a little too early. Who knows? But 
that is one of the things. It's like on that first episode back, I'm talking about really just having to surrender to God's way of getting me to the final destination or mm-hmm. the, the the thing that I'm hoping and praying for. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I thought, oh, you know, modern technology, I can do these things. It's going to be fine. Yeah, no. Yeah. So it's either give up on the on the journey or just let God redirect you. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly, I'm out of, um, I'm not going to say I'm out of Fs, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> You're out of strategies. I'm out of strategies. Yeah. I'm just like, Lord, you take, Jesus, take the wheel. Mm. Take the wheel. And it's a trust walk. I mean, surrender <laughs> is trust. Yeah. And that's hard. Surrender is trust. As people with like, I don't have a type A personality, but I am a little controlling. Mm -hmm. I've had to um, do some self-reflection on that. Mm -hmm. Who are you? Controlling. (laughs) That's from the last episode. Who am I? (laughs) But it's like, we are co- Is it narrators or Mm co-creators in our lives? Like, Mm -hmm. honestly- we're just along for the ride. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we try to control and manipulate things so much that we end up doing ourselves a huge disservice. And so, and we end up missing what we have. Yeah, that's true. Cause you can't focusing on if you're, if you're, if you are living in the future, you're missing the present. You can't be in two places at once. So if I am preoccupied with the goal, the goal, the goal, the goal, then I'm using my long vision, but I'm missing what's What's going on all around me. And then I'll never have this moment again. When I'm in the next moment, I've missed it. Now it's behind me. I had missed what I had and I'm still looking towards the future and I'm not present. I'm detached. Mm. So for me, a big part of my practice of, of gratitude has been a practice of being present and tapping back in. So while goals are important and I'm here for goals and growth, we cannot just like be in the future mm-hmm. and, and constantly ruminating on that thing and everybody has their thing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. everyone has their thing I think it's important to work toward but also that's where surrender comes in trusting that you have a a co-captain with you on the journey yeah and one thing that I'll say um because I have not have I am struggling with this Mm -hmm. it's um would you put in that submit as the fourth s Mm -hmm. so it says submit your worries thoughts desires and ideas to god and then trust and believe that god loves you and that you're called according to his purpose so like the i feel like okay i'm in a place where i want to surrender my life to god but at the same time i'm going to i have stopped like dreaming because i'm like oh god i'm just let you do whatever you do and I'll just take it as it comes. But there has also been a point where I've just stopped like dreaming of the desire and that's not healthy either. So you still have to like surrender your life over, but still be in a posture of hoping, desiring, dreaming for all of the things that you want and submitting those things to God. And you can only dream as big as your faith. Mm. You you're so my pastor internet pastor because I be watching online <laughs> pastor battle as Zion <laughs> Church. I mean I won't be in there, but oh, okay. I do watch internet on the, the internet campus. Was doing a series last month called "It Is Written," mm-hmm. and in the fir- and it's about vision. Mm-hmm. And in the first part of the series, he shared a quote from Rick Warren. And so I don't mm-hmm. want to misquote the quote. I'll try to find it and put it mm-hmm. in the show notes. But do y'all be reading the show notes? Because I'm going to stop looking up all this stuff if y'all don't be. Let me know whether or not y'all be reading you know the what show you notes. You should put, like, the quote can go in, like, the Instagram uh, post. But we have a lot of podcast listeners who are also, who. Okay, well know, then. Whatever. Well, Wherever yeah, it is. Whatever. If I, it, if I find it, I'm going to put it in the notes. <laughs> um, but essentially, that's what it says, that. Our inability to dream or believe or Mm. have vision is directly hampered by our belief in our faith, our belief and our hope and our faith and our trust in God's ability. We can only dream as big as we can believe. Mm. So if you're saying, I don't want to dream it, it, you're in essence saying that you don't believe believe God can can do it. it. True. Or I'll say, God, you just dream for me and give me what you have for me. And let me not dream anymore. Mm. That's how I feel. Right now. 
Yeah, right now. But you don't have to stay there. No, I don't. Yeah. I need. I, I've fully acknowledged that I need to work my way out of that. Yeah. But right now I'm just like. That's real. I'm going to give my life over to you. You just take the wheel, and I ain't got to do nothing. I don't even have to look at the nature to see, like, <laughs> oh, that is a really pretty tree. Maybe one day I can have that tree. Lord, if you have it for me, give me You'll the tree. You'll take it. That's so bad. That's, I mean, whatever. It's a process. So it's a process. I don't want to put judgment on it because we do that a lot. We do. We judge our thoughts. I'm like, and oh, that's bad. But we're not always natural. Gonna, yeah, we're not always going to be in an ideal state. Yeah, but I am 42, and I need to be working my way to an ideal state. I'm, I, Y'all, I'm fine, but yeah. There's always work to do. Always work. And sometimes, you know, we hit it when we're in a valley. Yeah. You know, and that's okay. And most times <laughs> people share and open up when they're at the peak, and they're telling you about what happened. Right. So I think for you to just be so raw and honest and vulnerable yeah. on this podcast is something that we're not used to. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that you have to do. Like, yeah, even no, with you saying right. that you want to bring your podcast back, you do that when you're ready to right. do that. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I honor the space that you're in right now and your honesty because it is not it is not yeah. something that we get a lot. I'd be like. It's, it's rare. F it, but I love you, God. That's anyway. real. <laughs> I think that's more relatable than people not washing their drawers. I think <laughs> I think you sharing that you feel like F it or you're angry with God or you're in a low place, that's something that I think every listener can relate to. I think the other more thing. More than picking up to tar- going to Target to get, a to get some haze. I don't okay. think that was really a cross-section of the demographic like you thought it was. But this is what you're giving us right now. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus. You buy drawers instead of washing your your underwear. Yeah, that, it's been done before. I'm not saying I do it now at forty. Well, maybe I'm the anomaly. This is rich people here. I mean, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> Employed people, yeah. Employed, not rich. Exactly. There is a difference. All right. All right. Where are we? Let me let me rein us back. Cause, but no. Okay. So let's talk about what role has surrendering surrendering played in your journey to healing? Because I think my that whole last thirty minutes. I mean, not thirty minutes, but it's still you're still on your journey. journey. Mm -hmm. Um, it's ongoing. Mm -hmm. I have to surrender and resurrender. And resurrender and resurrender. It is a constant I mean, practice, almost every day. Um, because the journey to healing is not just about one particular trial or Mm-mm. issue or season. It's the whole thing. It's your life. Yeah, life and is every day. If you tend towards living in the future, if you tend towards you know we call it goal oriented and all these, but if you tend towards being anxious like I do, then we constantly have to surrender. And it's a gift because if I didn't believe that there was some other power, mm-hmm. force, God, universe behind me, then I, I don't I wouldn't be in a good way. But the fact that I have a place to put it to and put a place it. to surrender to, to me kind of feels like a, whew, you know, mm-hmm. I could just set it down because I, I sometimes I feel like I want to have the answers, but most times I don't. And that is hard Mm -hmm. and that is heavy and staying in that posture for a long time of carrying weight for an extended period of time can do us damage. That's hard to reverse. Mm -hmm. So surrender and resurrender is very valuable to me because it just gives me a place to put it. That's why when I said like your thoughts, your anxieties, your worries, your, those were, those are my things. Mm-hmm, that's why mm-hmm. I listed all those things every mm-hmm. day. That's why I said start in the morning. Cause every day when I open my eyes, yeah. I told y'all this, the thoughts start racing. So surrender has been very helpful to me because it feels like I have a, 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 per, a place, a space, a being mm. that can share with me in my suffering yeah. and hardship. No, that's good. It is a it's a daily practice. Um, one thing that I'll well, actually, I'm going to move on to the next question, and then I'll put my answer in that Mm -mm, because 
what I was going to say is more of a key takeaway or, or advice, but um, I'll ask you, do you have any advice or key takeaways for someone who struggles with submission or relinquishing control? Yes. Because everything is relational, right? So we're talking about surrendering to God. I would just first just like tap back in like, hey, God. <laughs> I'm here. It's me, mm-hmm. you know. Here's what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. Before we even get to the step of, you know, I want to surrender, Lord. I want to give you everything. Mm-hmm. It's just like speaking those things, praying those things, writing those things out, mm-hmm. um, having a good idea of where we are, and then taking the step to begin to release and begin to submit and begin to surrender. Um, I think being in relationship with and communication with God will help to strengthen our trust. Mm-hmm. It's just like being in a relationship with the person, your mate or your spouse or whoever. Like mm-hmm. the more you're in a relationship, the deeper the relationship gets, the deeper the trust grows. And then you feel like you can now, you know, hand something over mm-hmm. to that person. And that's what I think we want to sometimes surrender things to God, but we ain't even talk to God. We not even right. checking in with God. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I just want you to take this. I don't know if you're going to do it or not. I don't know if you're going to. It's like, okay, start with just kind of like getting back in the practice and communication. And that can be hard when we've been wounded. Mm-hmm. But I said this a couple episodes ago is that God wants to be in relationship with us, mm-hmm. you know? So when we're ready, we can always back tap back into like the spiritual and the divine. Like sometimes we get so weighed down in the day to day of the world that we don't tap into our spiritual side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to spend that time with ourselves and with, you know, the spirit. Yeah. So my takeaway or piece of advice is really, um, I think you, let me, let me go back up real mm-hmm. quick. Mm-hmm. The surround. So the, out of the S's it's surround yourself with, uh, immerse yourself in community. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to relate that to my key takeaway for today, mm-hmm. um, which is block out the noise of um, like people who may be trying to influence or control what your life should look like. Um, Because I had someone tell me, and this is the power of community, I went went to lunch with a friend a few weeks ago, and I was so hell-bent on the perception of something. Mm -hmm. And she's like, That could be God's, like, blessing for you. But you're so caught up in, I can't do X, Y, and Z because society doesn't say it looks good to do X, Y, and Z, right? Mm -hmm. So we get so caught up in, like, what societal perceptions can be that sometimes we block out Mm -hmm. what God really wants to do for us or has, has for us because we get so caught up on how it looks how it looks so for example um i'm just i'll bring it to something like you know i have i'm not this person because i'm only five feet even (laughs) but i have friends who like i'm only going to date someone who is six two Mm -hmm. or you know over six feet Mm -hmm. but you could be missing all of the blessings that are five nine five eight five Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, for me, five two is fine because they're still taller than me. But <laughs> like, there's, you know, there's so many like perceptions of like yeah. I can't be with a short man. Right. Da, 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 da. Right. So you just like blocking out all, all the short men, could, right? When that could, could be your answer. That, that could be your answer. That could be your answer. And the only way you're gonna get that answer is if you surrender your life to God, be open to hearing from Him, mm-hmm. and if He tells you something. Let that be the word. Yeah. Don't let other people's, well, you can't get with him because he got exactly. five kids. Exactly. Da, 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 da. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, just. And sometimes like you're saying societal pressure and societal norms, but sometimes it'd be a name on it. It'd yeah, be it'd be person. like your mother. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> mom. Be, I was, my mother a, doesn't listen to this podcast. A, fr- but. a friend. Yeah. It could be, you know. That's true. So, yeah, put, society. Put the, put the name on the person. Is it can, Stephanie? Is it yeah. Marcus? Is it Mama? Is it whoever? Like, yeah. put a name on That's that true. to make it real. Because sometimes we say this blanket, like, oh, the societal norms. No, there could be a person 
And yeah, like I said in the, in the post, I said community and content, because sometimes it might not even be a person. It mm-hmm. might just be something that you're taking in, that you're consuming. What was that man, um, Kevin? <laughs> no, what Samuels. was that man? He hasn't even been dead a year, has he? I was going to call it. Samuels was not, you because you said Samuels, and I'm like, oh, yeah, what's Kevin that was Samuels? It. Yep. But I didn't forgot his name. But yeah, it's even stuff like that shapes the like, way that we. He think. was on there really degrading these women, and these women were allowing it to happen. And I'm Taking like, it, calling how? it, asking for it, calling <laughs> in so you could rape me. What the? I know it's wild times. <laughs> the pandemic had us low. <laughs> Looking for any little thing to do. Anything. My yeah, God. I would just call you up so you can rate me one My to ten. God. That we were low. <laughs> Lord, don't take us Kevin back to Samuels, that place. I, I hope you're resting in peace wherever you are. However. <laughs> wherever you are. <laughs> that was just. Like, what gave you the authority, one, to feel like you could rate I'm these women? You. And then, two, women. Like, I mean, I know it. <sighs> And this is just honest. We all seek validation oh, yeah. in some way. So I'm not knocking it because I get it. But the fact that you're going to a stranger to just like, oh, Tell you. it felt so degrading to me. And that's why it's important that we go back to what we talked about in the last episode, which is asking, who am I? If I know who I yeah. am, somebody else can't tell me who I am. <sighs> we got to do we have to do the work first. That's self-worth and... <laughs> You'll be out here sit, sending your submissions to to Kevin Samuels. Shoot. Thank you, Lord. And others like him. And others like him. Because there's still some... There's probably some Kevin Samuels protégés yeah. that are out here trying to capitalize. You know it. Now that he stepped aside. I mean, stepped aside. <laughs> I'm done. I'm out. What's the next question? <laughs> We're not doing this. Lord, it. I'm sorry. We're not, no. I'm not doing, not doing this. <laughs> All right. Anyway. He, he stepped down. <laughs> All right. If there is one way that you can apply this practice, the practice of surrendering um, to your life in the very near future, what would or how would that be? Mm. I'm still here, guys. (laughs) This is hard. I mean, this is. is hard. I think it would be the submitting worries thoughts desires and ideas to god because i was looking through the s's mm-hmm. i've been working on the start new i think i said that a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago um starting my mornings and yep. i've been doing good there the sharing the studying i have been in my word y'all the surrounding i think i do good there mm-hmm. creating boundaries but the submission it's the taking my hands off it part mm-hmm. that i need to work on so i think that would be mine what about you So I'm going to go with (coughs) studying Mm. um, because we've had our own private conversations, but we also kind of got into it a little bit here where you have to continue to, if you, if you don't continue, if, sorry, let me back up. What Mm -hmm. I'm trying to say is when your faith is like weaning, Mm -hmm. It is important to build that muscle back up mm-hmm. and you can only dream as big as your faith is, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I need to get back into a posture where I am studying the word to build up that faith muscle so I can get back to a point where I'm able to dream and speak my desires again. If that's what you want, you're open to that. Or are you in a space where you don't want that? You're saying I need to get back to that place. Are you ready for that now? I think I'm ready. Like, if I sent you a scripture, would it trigger you or would it be helpful? Like, if I was studying. No, I mean, I still read scripture. I, still I mean, no, no, like, no. Oh. I'm, I know you're not like. <laughs> I mean, right. You're not like, oh my God. Because Can some, I send you a scripture? Because, no, because there are times where people have sent me things oh, okay. it, to be helpful. And they weren't helpful. And yeah. I just wasn't open to it. Maybe it was helpful, but I just wasn't open to it because yeah. that's not what I was. That's just not what I was on. And you don't want to tell the person, don't send me the word of the Lord, because they're trying to do a good thing. Right, but I just wasn't there. Camp. I was like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. So I, I sent you a scripture like last week. No, right? you did. Yeah. You did. No, and it was helpful. I think I'm not in that place where I can't, I'm not, um, I'm shut down and not accepting uh, content from, you know, people that I, can- I look up to, admire, or in my inner you circle. You know, people care about you. Because yeah. sometimes things can, when we're still like in our, when we're still in our in our raw space, mm-hmm. sometimes things can just make us 
something meant to make us feel better can make us feel well, sad, that's true. you know. And that's I, it, you, but don't, you wanna... don't know. I mean, I don't. Honestly, I don't know till I know. I think right. I was telling you this the other day. Like, I could be happy for. 24 no 23 hours of the day and one little thing happens and for 30 minutes i'm like balling right so it's like you just never you never really know um so i think that's helpful but i am in a place where i just want to build that muscle back up so that i can get into a place where i am desiring things and dreaming for things and hoping for um you know god to to work miracles whatever that looks like um him so that's what i will be doing i need to get back into study mode that's good yeah all right anything else on surrendering um before we go to the closing oh, i think we've said more than enough <laughs> this is a long episode thanks for bearing with us friends <laughs> sorry um All right, let's take it to church. Our passage for the week comes from the book of Proverbs, chapter three, verse six. It says, in all your ways, submit to the Lord and he will direct your path. So my prayer for all of us is this, God, thank you for your will for my life. Thank you for assuring me that I can trust you with my life and my desires. Thank you, Lord, for having a plan for me that is greater than anything that I can plan for myself. Help me to start fresh each day with you. Help me to share what is on my heart with you. Help me to surrender fully and allow me to trust you to direct my path. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Our practice for the week is this. This week, I will submit a deep desire completely to the Lord. I will commit to practicing the five S's as a daily act of faith, hope, and trust in God's perfect will. And with that... We're out. Happy birthday. Shine a light on it. Hey. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast with Madden Machete Jones and Tennille Daniels. Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe. Then leave a five-star rating and review. For more resources, including show notes, and to keep the conversation going, head over to lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. That's L-O-V-E-M-A-A-D-E-N.